Hello, everybody. My name is Goof Norton, and welcome back to the broadcast of the Goof Norton Radio Show. Uh, it's Monday once again. It is. It's Monday, and here we are, still chilling, doing the same things over and over again. I woke up today, and my ankle was extremely weak, and I'm like, "Why?" Because I can't like squat down today. So I've been. I mean, granted, I don't really have to do that normally in my job, but I've been been very careful um i've been trying to find my ankle my ankle brace like today but i can't find it i don't know where it is i probably have to buy a new one which is fine but yeah i, I seriously don't know where what i did with it or where it is um because that that is pretty important equipment for me sometimes because i don't know why i don't like literally did nothing i haven't been to the gym at all this this you know the, these past couple weeks and whatnot um but I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, I've not done any serious hiking or, you know, parkour or running or even cycling. Like, nothing. I've just been relaxing, you know, maybe doing resistance band workouts, but that stuff is extremely lightweight. And I don't really, it doesn't, none of it really requires my ankle to, you know, flex really hard or have crazy mobility or do anything crazy. Like, I'm not squatting with my bands, you know. So, I don't, I don't know what's going on in that area. But it's fine. My ankle will heal. It'll be fine. Um, and if it doesn't, you know, we have doctors. So, I'll just go check it out, see what's up. Because as long as it doesn't break and as long as it doesn't swell up, I should be fine, you know. As long as I don't twist it, I should be fine as well. Oh, man. It has been... It's one of those days that I just... Sometimes I just wish, you know, I could... Um, stay home or go home early, relax, and just be done with today. Not that anything particularly bad happened at work, because work's been nice. Work's been fairly easy these past couple days. Um... Or a week, I should say, because it's Monday. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, like, of course work has been easy these past couple of days. I haven't been here. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's been easy these past, this like, this past week and, and whatnot. Because um, First Shift has been picking up their pace and whatnot. So I've been able to just kind of not really necessarily coast, but still not have to do a lot of work on my part, which is good, which is always good. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I think my brain is my brain and my brain mostly my body is fine my body can deal with whatever uh i i, I put it through normally <laughs> apparently except <laughs> waking up in the morning apparently that's bad for me uh <laughs> i probably should just sleep in longer you know but i i don't know i i, I definitely do need a vacation i guess it's it's, that, it's about that time and uh, it's it, it's about that time I'm glad I, I'm glad this is this job does have vacation time. I really I'm really glad. And I guess I get this feeling at any job I've had. I've just felt like man, I need, I need to not be here for a little bit. You know, for the sake of mental health. Sometimes it's all we need is just a little break and we'll be fine, you know. Because being here constantly because I've been at this job for about a year at this point. It actually has been a year by this point uh that you're hearing this and I 
I don't know, man. I I, I I think we all, I think a lot of people, I think everybody goes through these cycles where they're just like, man, I don't want to do anything. I just want to relax, sit there, do nothing, or just do something else more fun, you know, for a little bit. So this is my first time really having vacation time at a job. So I'm still, I guess I'm not that, I'm not used to having it. I'm not used to, you know, using it. Um, so uh, having that at my disposal is interesting. And that, that that's also a little bit of tr- truth and a little bit of insider information for those of you who are outside of the United States. Um, since I've turned 18, since working at any job I've had, um, on the civilian side, the military, this kind of doesn't really apply um, because of the my component that I'm involved in. Um, but on the civilian side, yeah, I've never really had any jobs that had vacation time. So any days off that I wanted to request, you know, it was just like morning of a few hours before, you know, your shift so they could find someone to cover for you. That's how it was for both my security jobs. Um, gas station wasn't really, well, let's just say truck stop more so, but truck stop, that was my first, first, that was my like very first job uh, working at a truck stop. Of course, there's no vacation time there, but I was only there for like a few months till I left for the army and whatnot. Um, I'm trying to think through all the jobs I've had. I'm like, no, that's not really, there's not really been, when I worked at LA Fitness, like there's no vacation time there, as far as I know. Um, and I was making minimum wage there, so <laughs> that was that was stupid. Um, working, yeah, both security jobs, they had no vacation time, no really sick time, no paid time off, nothing like that. Uh, any warehouse jobs I've had, none of that existed really as far as I knew because I didn't stay long enough because I just wasn't, wasn't going to work in certain environments. Because uh, I don't know if I told you guys that. I, I think I did. I think I went on a rant about that. Before I got here, uh, there was a company I went through, and this is why I don't do temp agencies, because temp agencies are trash. Um, <laughs> it's not even really the temp, the temp agency's fault, because um, they do provide a lot of opportunities for some people that need them. Um, but the the company that I was assigned to work for as a janitor, the first few days I was there, the only few days I was there, there was no supervisor for me. My supervisor was MIA, like, like, non-existent, wasn't there, you know. He had a name and everything, but he wasn't, he wasn't there. So, yeah, I left. Because I wasn't going to work someplace where my supervisor isn't. Because my supervisor's not showing up, you know, that doesn't, first of all, that doesn't look good. And that's not really super professional unless he was on vacation himself. But nothing was told to me about when he'd be back. So I left. I don't, I don't deal with stuff like that, no. If there's going to be no, you know, clear communication about who I'm supposed to report to, about where I'm supposed to go, like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I don't deal with unprofessionalism. I have really no 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 patience for that kind of stuff anymore. You know, I know my skill set and I know how valuable I am in the work environment and in the workforce. So I'm going to take my business elsewhere and I left. I asked to be fired. 
and and let go from the by the temp agency. I was like, no, fire me. I am done. I, I'm like, I'm done. So, I I I uh, yeah, I quit. Well, they didn't fire me. I quit. I guess they firing is a little bit different. But I I, I quit. I was like, no, nope, release me. Let me go. I'm not I'm not doing this. I don't I don't like unprofessionalism. It's it's really uh it's really annoying. So then I came here, and, I, um, and I've been here for almost a year now, for about a year now. And I'm honestly just mostly enjoying this for the vacation time. Like if it wasn't if it wasn't for that, and the proximity into you know for, uh, it is to where I live, I wouldn't be here. I would have left a while ago, from some of the crap that's happened here. Well, the vacation time is nice to have. Um. And I will absolutely, you know, I absolutely will enjoy uh, using it. And I do enjoy using it. I enjoy, enjoy using any paid time off because we even get, like, there's some holidays that we, we have to work. We get, like, um, what is called, like, a floater, you know. It's, it's basically added on vacation time. Um, and it's a day you can use at any point in time with no, like, you don't have to have a warning or anything like that to use it. You could call off the day of a few hours before your shift and use a floater. But it's a full eight hours. It's a full shift because we have eight-hour shifts. It's a full shift um, paid time off. And I love that. Um, and I've used those this year. I just Sometimes you just need a day off, and it's fine. You know, I I, I say... For those of us who live here, I'd say, like, in terms of during the week, I'd say about a couple days off per month is what we need. You know, was every now and then you need a four-day weekend. Sometimes, that's the thing, sometimes I, I take my breaks. Sometimes I've taken a break on, like, a Thursday. That sounds weird, right? It's like, what, why a Thursday? So I don't get into the habit of, that's for me personally, because I sometimes when I do that, I take off a day and I give myself a long weekend. It makes me not want to come back to work, you know, on the Monday. So to prevent myself from getting into a cycle of laziness, which is usually what causes, for me, poor performance at some jobs, though I, you know, finish through the job and I, you know, I finished through um, on my end um, and got it, you know, and had the opportunity to leave on my own uh, under my own power. Uh, I definitely, 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 definitely need, uh, sometimes need a day off in the middle of the week. Because sometimes there are Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays that, you know, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays that you just don't want to be there. It's like, well, because you wake up and be like, man, I really don't want to go to work today. And that's okay. Sometimes it just happens in the middle of the week. Because sometimes a three-day weekend isn't what I need. Sometimes I just need a break in the middle of the week and be like, man, I just don't have to go to work today. Because sometimes the previous day was really rough. You know, and the next day is just like, ugh. Even if it's a slow, smooth day for you, or whatever your perfect work day is, or your ideal work day, I should say, is, you know, it still would make you, it still sometimes is enough to make you not want to be there. And I get that. I get that. Certainly I get that. Um, so having a job with vacation time for the first time in my life as an adult, um, 
and I've been an adult for what, six years now? Wait, no, 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 no. Has it seriously been six years already? That's neat. That's not fun. Uh, that's great. <laughs> I'm going to stop putting numbers on that. <laughs> and, because uh, <laughs> I'm still young, that's the thing. But I'm going to stop putting numbers on yet because I'm like, yeah, it has been, it's been six years. I've been an adult for about six years now. Hmm. Interesting. Nothing's really changed. I'm not gonna lie. Since I've be- since since becoming an adult, it's just like eh, meh. Life is still. I mean, obviously, you know, no longer being a minor and actually having control over your life and being your own authority, it has its perks. It obviously does. I do whatever I need to do. Do whatever I want to do. Go wherever I want to go. You know, when I want to go. Sometimes, but I still have plenty of commitments. Like. I no longer have school as a commitment, but I do have work as a commitment. You know, I still have, you know, the military as a commitment. So there's stuff I still have to do. And there's a lot of stuff, a lot more responsibilities put on you of, you know, going to checkups and doctor's appointments on your own. Because a lot for a lot of people growing up, it's like, well, your mom does it or your dad does it. One of your parents, you know, do that or your guardian, whoever, whoever's in charge of you has to do that stuff, you know. Because you couldn't. But now that you're an adult, like, you have to do all that stuff yourself. And suddenly all that responsibility is kind of plopped on you. Um, Sometimes, in some cases. Some cases, parents, you know, kind of graduate their kids to different levels and whatnot. And they start letting them do certain things and take care of certain things when they're teenagers. And then when they get to be an adult, it's like, okay, you're adding on only a few more things. And don't even get me started on expenses, because after a while, expenses will start to really kick in. Um, Because I think here in the States, with some insurance companies, I don't know if it's with every insurance company, but with some insurance companies, health insurance-wise, you you get until you're 27 years old to be on your parents' um, insurance for, you know, for all that good stuff. So you don't have to pay insurance for a while. So you get a chance to save up for it if you're smart and if you look up prices and stuff for insurance. So you get to know, like, oh, hey, how much is this? So you get that much time to save up for it. But you also, you know, get the responsibility of being able to rent um, a place to live on your own or with someone. You know, I've always I don't I don't know. Growing up, I didn't think about that. I never really thought about that specifically about like when I had to move out and when, you know, it comes time to do that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, will I have a roommate? Because I don't know anybody like that. I don't have friends like that. None of the friends I had in high school or growing up, I would have ever really wanted to live with. Like, none of them. Not not a single one of them. Because I know their habits. Because I know who they are, you know. I'm like, I don't want to freaking live with you. Because, you know, our lives, our morals and stuff, morals and stuff like that don't really match up. So it's going to be, it makes it hard to live with someone like that. You know, I don't really don't have any um, guy friends I can actually move in with, nor that any that I want would want to move in with. You know, because I have my rituals and stuff like that, and I I don't and uh, my routines, and they have theirs and whatnot. And sometimes I I feel like I'd be too much of a bother, you know, um, and I don't want to do that to somebody. So. 
it's a sometimes it's a rough choice to find and it's, sometimes it's rough to find something on your own too because you have to make sure that you're in a safe neighborhood and you're not you know the, the crime rate is around wherever you live where your address is this isn't too crazy you know um because crime because that that affects like that anyway that honestly affects anywhere in the world <laughs> because though people don't have a specific type of crime that happens you know more so here crime still does happen break-ins you know thievery is 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 worldwide and widespread <laughs> throughout the world so break-ins and stuff like that and people stealing car tires and whatnot that doesn't really change uh, well yeah yeah that doesn't really change i guess no matter where you go somebody's always going to want something else somebody else some, that somebody has unfortunately um and some people are willing to break into your house at night or some or during the day because i think i, I think i read an article that a lot more break-ins actually happen during the day because well usually people are at work you know you're not at home like that, that kind of makes sense because why would i break into your house when you're obviously going to be there at night sleeping like no because if I make some noise or if I, you know, something, I bump something and it falls on the ground by accident because I don't know the layout of your house very well, I'm just looking for something valuable. Um, then, yeah, of course, I would come when you're not there, which is probably when you during the hours that you're working. Because that's usually all the information that they need and then all they need to know is like, okay, do they lock their front door? Do they not lock their front door? Is there any other entrances I can take? You know, that kind of stuff. They look at that simple stuff and then, you know, they pretty much make their move and do whatever they do. So I can I can I can believe what that article says because I'm like that kind of does make sense. I'm like like thieves like coming at night. I'm like hmm because that that's a thing, right? That's still a thing. It's not like it's not non-existent, but I do I I can absolutely believe that more thieves would have you know come during the day because yeah no like there are plenty of days where my family growing up like everybody's got to go to work or school, so nobody was home, you know. Um, so yeah, that is that is a that is an issue. Well, that's an interesting little factoid there, I guess. For you guys, you can take that one to the bank. Not really. It's not really worth much. <laughs> I don't know why I told you you could take it to the bank. You probably can't. Oh man. Oh man, oh man. Uh yeah, I really do want to relax. I just want to just pass out and relax. You know, sometimes I wish I was in front of my computer right now. Sometimes I wish I could bring my computer to work, you know. Sometimes. Not really, because the Wi-Fi here is not good. Because uh, this is one of the, this is like a place that has like multiple, you know, um, Wi-Fi sources. But all of them are bad. <laughs> that's, the, that's the issue. It's like a lot of the stuff is just really slow. It's like, oh, cool, great. You know, if you need something, you need to do something important. Well, you better forget it because it's not happening anytime soon. That's crazy. Oh, man. It is absolutely crazy. I was looking at like some flight prices for my trip. Um, and I forgot how much, like how expensive stuff like that could be. And I think maybe it's more expensive nowadays because of gas prices and um, 
we get charged. What of it here? Is it for emissions too? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I I don't mind. Like I don't I don't mind traveling by plane. Really, planes never really bothered me that much. Because um, the first time I took a plane as an adult, because I took a plane as a child, but I was like when I was like three years old. That was it. I never took a plane after that until. Um, I got on the plane to leave for the army when I got, you know, shipped down to where I needed to go for training. Like that was, that was the first time. And I did that with confidence. I did that smoothly and just fine. Like, yeah, I get nervous every now and then when the plane's taking off and landing and when there's turbulence, <laughs> because I mean, that, that, that's kind of natural, honestly. Like, Hey, this plane is this thing that's airborne is shaking in the freaking air. That's not disconcerting at all. That's not, that's no, that's not scary. That's not scary. That, that's not really, you know, that's not something to be concerned about at all. No. Like, it, it it's nerve-wracking sometimes because I've ridden on, because here's the thing. If you've ever ridden on small planes and gotten turbulence, that's a little bit more frightening than a big plane. Trust, like, that is, that is far more frightening to me. It's like, yeah, I'm on this really tiny plane with, like, you know, 30 people and... <laughs> This thing is shaking like a madman because those small planes, for some reason, it feels like they shake more. Um, it really does for some reason. I don't know. Maybe maybe they do. I don't know. But you definitely feel the turbulence a lot more in a small plane. That That's the kind of stuff that really that gets me. I'm like, okay, let's not die here. Not today. But that, that that's pretty much... That's pretty much it for me. Planes, like being up high, it does not really bother me all that much. Um, and I'm a person who really doesn't like heights all that much. But I've been up in high places, you know, I've, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't mind heights in the right arena. Like if I'm on a plane and we're moving, I know we're moving fast and whatnot. And plane, and you know, planes are pretty, honestly pretty safe. And they're a lot more safe than traveling by car. Um, considering how many car accidents happen per year, and um, I've never, yeah, I've never really had issues with planes. It's like the flight itself is actually pretty nice. You know, I'm usually one of the people that kind of takes pictures and just, I just like looking out, you know, out the window and being like, oh my gosh, like look at this, wow. And I usually make sure to book myself a window seat if I can. I don't mind the window seat. Oh, man. But hopefully I'll be able to... But I got to make sure I book that flight so I can uh, be free, be gone, you know. Because that is something I want to make sure I, I secure before I... You know, obviously before it's time to go so that way I can have a flight and actually be able to leave... Can't wait for it though. Like that's my first real vacation in years. Because I don't really get vacation. I mean, like a, a vacation that something you know that's not spending time with family. Because um, sometimes that can be less of a vacation and more of a chore. Being honest, 
some of you out there know what I'm talking about. Sometimes visiting family really can be more of a chore than a vacation because you got to go over here and see this. Like, you got to go over here and see this person and these people and that person and these people. Oh, say hi. We haven't seen each other in whatever, how many, blah, blah, blah years. And it can be more of a chore because you just got to go around and because you, quote, unquote, have to go around and see everybody and whatever. And it's like, ugh, it's tiring, exhausting. You don't really get to do anything fun or really have any serious fun. You just sit down, talk to people who you may or may not even, you know, really like to be around, but because they're family, you gotta go visit them, you know. It's, it's, it's not, that's not, that's not my, that's not my thing. I don't really like to do that. When I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. When I have days off, I have days off. I don't think about work. Work stays at work, you know. Work stays at work. When I'm at work, I work. When I'm at home, I'm at home. I don't think about work. The only thing I do think about, like that would be considered work in the military, that's about it. But I really don't think about it unless they're calling me or texting me or sending me emails. You know, if nobody's contacting me and there's nothing important coming up, then I don't care. I'm not worried about it. You know, that's the only thing that follows me everywhere I go because that is at a higher level of responsibility, technically speaking. Um, because who was, you know, obviously who I would, who I'm employed under in that sense, you know, because those are government dealings. Not as, it's not as big as I'm making it seem, but it is far more important than what I do here. Um, and taken a little bit more seriously than what I do here. So that's probably the only thing that would trump like anything um, and keep me from, because that's, that's this kind of stuff, because that's the stuff that keeps me from having vacation sometimes. <sighs> but we're almost done with that. Can't wait to be retired, though. I'm so I'm, I'm happy to have made it this far. Um, I, I've, I, I can say, and it's not a good thing, but I've lost people along this journey to get to this point, and I haven't even been in for that long. This is a, this is a thing people typically are in for 20 years, and I'm like, I'm stopping short because, you know, for, for reasons. I'll explain the reasons later once I fully retire. Um, or once I'm, you know, once I'm done next year, I will give you guys a podcast about that stuff and give you some explanations and whatnot about what's going on. Um, and, well, you guys will get a nice insight about what's 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 been going through my head for the last few years and why I've chosen this path. So, hopefully, many of you will be around next year. And I will, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait, because it's, it's about time that I kind of come clean and be clear about what's going on. But I think you guys will enjoy that. For those of you who don't know anything about the military and whatnot, you get to learn a little bit. It'll be pretty interesting. But I think that's all we got for you guys today. Thank you so much for uh, listening. I appreciate it. Make sure you follow me on the Twitters. If you have Twitter, I don't. I know some people don't have Twitter. You know, search my name. Um, obviously, there's really no other content going out at this point in time since I'm, you know, away. But uh, album still coming soon. Like I will absolutely update you guys on that when I have made significant progress and have actually done enough to be like, okay, we're almost done. So either when I am done or when I'm almost done, you guys will know. 
about this. Um, ooh, also, before you let you guys go, I have to say this. I have to, I have to say this, and I'll be saying this in the next couple episodes. The, ba- the birds that have been, like, parked next to my car, and they built a nest next to where I park at work, their babies hatched, I guess, a while ago. Um, and over the weekend, and, oh, my goodness, like, birds are really good at hiding. They're young. Um... And I've seen them walking around like the babies are... So what I found is a furk. Hold on. I'm going to give you guys the exact bird species because I know this because um, I had to look it up because I was trying to tell the lady about it. And I was like, like, oh, what kind of birds is is, is this history? Um, Because I closed the page not too long ago. Fiber work stuff, blah, 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 that's Japan crate, it's called Wilson's Plover, it's a, it's a Wilson's Plover, it is a bird, obviously it's a bird, but it is a very neat looking bird, um, and it took me a minute to find it, because I was like, hmm, because it's like a sparrow type, uh, with its, with its wings and whatnot, but it is... They do walk a lot. I've seen them. They, they walk a lot. I wouldn't say a sparrow type, but... Yeah, I, I, I looked... I looked on the... Um, on, on a website that, you know, had their inform- had its information, and I was like, it doesn't really show them on the map to be where I am or, you know, like, or anywhere near me. Because everything I have says stuff about Mexico and pretty much the south, you know, the south of uh, the United States. And I'm like, but I see them here, and I'm like, what the frick is going on? Why are these birds here then? But I don't know. They're here. That's all I know. But they have babies. So what happened was I was coming out in the nighttime for my break, um, and I have a certain path because I park in, like, the back of the parking lot away from everybody else still under a street light so I can, still under one of the lights so I can see, um, and, like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I legit went, uh, to, you know, just go on a semi-straight path around other people's cars, and I, and I hear this, I hear their call, because their call is pretty significant, like, it's, it's pretty recognizable to me, at least, because I hear it so often, and I noticed this bird, like, just really by me, his bird is closer to me than it normally is, because when I go around the nest, I'm not really that close to the nest, I stay about 10, 15 feet from the nest, that's where my car is parked, about 10, 15 feet from the nest, maybe 20 feet probably, more accurate, um, and, you know, I, I'm like, I, I go by and I say, hey bird, that's all I do, I say, hey bird, and I get in my car, and I chill, and they're usually chill. They don't they don't come out and come at me or anything. They really they don't even call at me. So but this time this bird was kind of showing I guess defensiveness towards me in a way. Because it was definitely chirping at me. And it was displaying and, and it's displaying its tail feathers split it had its tail feathers splayed out and wings kind of splayed out towards me. Um the back of them, so its back was kind of splayed out towards me, because it's the brown, they're brown on the top with white bellies, um, so that was splayed out towards me, and I was like, whoa, whoa, like, whoa there, bird, 
I'm like, whoa there. <laughs> I'm like, what the frick are you so defensive for? And he wasn't, and so, I don't know if it was a he or she, I don't know if it's the mom or the dad. Because um, both are pretty adamant about, you know, protecting the babies and such. And I was just like, why is this bird, like, extra close to me? And the bird kind of, you know, flew around, not flew around, but kind of flew forward towards the, you know, the area where the nest is and where my, where I parked. And so I was like, man, like, why is this bird so defensive? So I get, you know, so I make it to my car. The bird kind of still, you know, tweeting at me and such. And I'm like, okay, weirdo. And I get in my, I just, you know, I try not to turn my back too much because I don't want to get ambushed by a bird. The bird isn't that big, but it would still cause an issue if it pecked at me. I would still be annoyed and very much have to smack it. Um, but, because I've, I've been here before the bird was. I was, I was here before the, before the bird was. I was, you know, chilling, doing my own thing, and the bird just had to get involved. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, but seriously, like, I, so I, you know, got my car, whatever. I, I look over, and there are both birds, and another bird of the same species there, apparently a stranger, and they chased it off. So I figured, oh, that's what was happening. They were getting... Um, they've probably been getting, been getting bothered that day. And then I saw a little small version of them because their babies are such a freaking really adorable small version of them because they do walk around, but they're just so small. Um, and their defense, because the, the bird's defense mechanism, the defense is they either like feign an injury, you know, like a wing or a foot hurt and whatnot to kind of ward off predators. Um, or I guess they do that def the, that defensive display, um, but their other defensive maneuver is to like huddle down. Like if you've ever seen a frog or a toad, I guess more so specifically, huddle down and kind of make themselves into flat, kind of a flat ball um, to kind of blend in with their environment. That's what that bird does. It's brown on the top, so you know usually it would blend in with like the mulch, the wood chips, the stuff that is in the parking lot, um, in those little islands, I guess, where the trees are. And it did this in the, like, basically in the middle of the freaking parking lot as I was walking, and I'm like, what are you so defensive for? Because I picked up on it real quick, because I'm like, because normally they don't freak out. They don't really respond to me, except by poking their heads up or putting their heads down when I come by, because I don't, like, step up to their nest or anything like that, because I'm not, I'm respectful of nature, man. I'll leave a nest alone because I know how crazy and how far animals will go to defend their young. That That's conservation right there. And I'm not one to get in between a mama and her babies or a pair of parents and their babies. The birds will, birds will come at you. And I, no, 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 I'm not that guy. But yeah, I was like, oh, they had babies, they hatched. I, saw, I only saw one, but today, there were like four of them, and I was like, oh my goodness. And it's amazing, man, to see that, because that, because, you know, I've been here obviously longer than they've been nesting, but to see, because I did see the eggs, and then to see the babies now walking around, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That really is really cool. And I'm like, what do the babies do? You know, because the babies are just walk, up walking around. I'm like, is that just what they do all day? Because they're baby, they're, they're young. Right, they're young. They're still they're still babies. Cause I know the parents walk around, you know, looking and foraging and whatnot, and 
There's one, because it, it literally would be one parent sitting on the nest, another one out foraging far away from where the nest is, and then they come and switch, you know. And I would see them switch. I've seen them switch. I've, you know, I've, I've seen all this. And so um, the night, that, that night I saw the one bird, the one baby, I actually saw uh, one parent still sitting on the nest and the other parent come around and as the baby's just walking, he comes up, the, the, the parent comes up over the baby and kind of nestles on top of them, you know, puts them under their wing. And I was like, that's pretty cool because the baby does the same thing as a defensive maneuver. They will make themselves really small and flat on the ground as possible because they look like pebbles. They look like little rocks. They don't look like anything, you know, like edible. They don't look like, they don't look like the bird. They look like like little rocks, at least from a distance they do, with my human eyes. I don't know what predators see, but I know what I see, and I'm like, I wouldn't mess with that, because I'm like, oh, it's just a little rock or a piece of wood chip or whatever. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's my nature story. Sorry, I had to get that out. I'm going to tell that story again. So if you've heard this already and you're going to hear it again, skip ahead for like the 10, 15 minutes it took me to explain that. So... <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Remember, love is patient. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.